Welcome to Try This at Home with Leslie and Leslin, a podcast that offers you tips and tricks for solving problems, increasing happiness, and creating a better life. Hi, this is Leslin from Try This at Home. Psychology studies suggest that every single one of us lives with some form of regret. But do we have to? Today, we're going to talk about regret, how it impacts us, and what we can do about it. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and listen in. Hello, Leslie. Hello, Leslie. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Life is, life is good. I would imagine so, especially now that you're a grandma times two. I have a granddaughter. <laughs> She's so cute. And you know what? Y'all can see her. Just go to my TikTok. I did a little video because my grandson, oh my gosh, he walked up to his dad and said, Nora's crying. And <laughs> his dad goes, yes, she is. And so Franny gets down and he goes, it's okay. I'm here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and like, oh, I must have watched the video 7,000 times. Like, well, I think it, I think it has 3,000 views and I'm 2,700 of them. <laughs> well, I'm at least 10 of them because I went to your TikTok last night looking for it and I watched it many times. So it, it, you know, I, I texted my son when he sent it to us and I said, oh my gosh, you have to post that. It's going to go viral. So he posted it and he texted me about an hour later. He goes, yeah, (laughs) it's viral. All right. Uh, I said, well, I said, well, Frank, you only have seven followers. (laughs) It went viral with those seven followers. (laughs) Seven for seven, man. Oh God. So if you're listening and you're on TikTok. Go make that video go viral for that boy. (laughs) So cute. It's just so innocent and pure and sweet. It is. And I'm telling you, I'm about ready to swim to Belgium. Yeah. It's not a good time for governments to not let us in anywhere. I know. I'm super sad. But they're making out. I mean, the Belgian healthcare system is amazing. They get... 10 visits from a midwife. Wow. I mean, I just, I know 10 home visits. Yeah. I think, I just think that's amazing. All right. So today we're going to talk about regret. Yes. Do you have any big regrets in your life? Um, The short answer is no. Okay. I used to. Okay. Well, that's kind of what research says. So as we get older, it, that kind of falls away. Yeah. And to be, f- I mean, I think I've been fortunate in as much as I, somewhere along the line, like me, really early on, and we've talked about this kind of before, but really early on in my life, I think that I just adopted this attitude that everything happens for a reason. And so any energy that I put into an experience that I don't like needs to be 
the energy of learning a lesson and therefore regret has no place, right? Yeah. And so we can talk about that a little bit more. But the in actuality, more than 90% of people in the world have regrets. Listen, listen to this real quick. 90% of people will tell you they have a major regret in their life, even recent. Belongs to several categories. They can be family-related. I never quite got enough time with my kids. Or leisure, I never quite made it to Greece. But we've all got them. So what's yours? What is your biggest regret? I just think it's a question worth asking. Yeah, regret. Uh, I, I have some. I, I have some regret, I think. What are they? Well, I, I wish that I had gone to college right out of the gate. And I, I will say, though, that I kind of, I don't know. I kind of question the people who have no regrets. So maybe that's you a little bit. But certainly there are things that I wish had turned out differently or things that, it, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. things that I would have done differently or wish I had done. Do I still believe that the life that I'm living now is a result of the way that things worked out for me? Of course. And, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change that necessarily if going to college meant that I would have never met my husband or I wouldn't have these three kids, certainly I wouldn't change it. But on the whole, yes, there are a few things that I just wish were different. Okay, so let's start out by defining regret. Okay, regret by definition is a negative cognitive or emotional state that involves blaming ourselves for a bad outcome a feeling or a sense of loss or sorrow at what might have been, or wishing we could undo a previous choice that we made. Yep. Now, what's really interesting is that every single time we make a decision, either consciously or subconsciously, we are applying a margin of error to that decision, right? We say to ourselves, even if it's a nanosecond, right? You're saying, well, if I don't do this, it'll be blah, 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 blah. Or if I, you know, I need to do this because blah, 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 blah. And the research that's coming out, and it's interesting because you're saying, you know, I wish I would have done this, but the fact of the matter is you didn't for a reason. You know, I used to regret, and I spent years being regretful that I bought the kite that the kids flew, that caught on the power line, that Rocky tried to get down, that electrocuted him, that was the reason he died. Right. I remember years of saying, if if only I hadn't bought the kite. Right. But I did. Yeah. And I did. What millions of people do every year, they buy kites. <laughs> right. Right? I didn't do anything out of the ordinary. No. And I did the thing that, I mean, I would do it again. Right? If not knowing anything, the future, right. I would do it again. Um, I also, that day, right. that morning, 
we had we had friends over and we finished breakfast. We'd cooked this big breakfast. We'd thought we'd grown a pig or raised a pig, and we had the bacon from the pig for the very first time that morning. Yeah. And our company had taken all the kids. Now, three of the kids were theirs. There were only four. Our son was 18 months old. They'd taken him outside to play. Rocky and I did the dishes. You know, he was, he was 23 years old. So what do you think he was thinking about as we were doing those dishes and everybody was outside? Oh, we were yeah. Out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was thinking that he'd get himself a little. A little bit, yeah. Real quick, you know. <laughs> and he's whispering in my ear, hey, you know, being all all rammy. And I'm like, and I'm pretty sure I probably hit him with the dish towel and said, get out of here. We have company. Everybody put the kids outside, right? Oh, right. He didn't get any. Right. And that was my last opportunity. Yes. And there were years that I regretted saying no. But the truth is that given the exact same set of circumstances with no knowledge of the future, I would make that same decision again. Yeah. And therein lies the key to processing those pieces of your life that feel regretful. Okay. There is an example that when we were talking about regret that I instantly thought of. And I remember this from several years ago. It was at least two, maybe three years ago when I heard they were doing the anniversary of the Challenger explosion. Mm -hmm. And this sweet old man who was like, I think he was like in his late 80s happened to be an engineer for that the Challenger. And he had told people at NASA that they couldn't launch. It was too cold. And everyone at NASA overruled him. And, and obviously, they did launch the, uh, the shuttle. And it exploded, obviously, and everyone died. And he has lived like his entire life. I mean, granted, he was in his late 80s when this story came out a few years ago and he was still completely overwhelmed and overcome with guilt and regret. All because of this little tiny O-ring that he, you know, no, nobody heeded his warning, I guess. Yeah. And sad. You know, and it's very sad that somewhere along the line, he wasn't able to process that I did what I could, that I didn't have the authority or the control to shut down the launch. Right. Right. He did what he could. Now, you know, again, could he have thrown himself on the control board? (laughs) You know, could he have acted like a lunatic and taken all the attention away from the launch? Could he have turned off a breaker? You know, yes, he could have done that. I had a client years ago who had inadvertently 
caused a car accident. When I say inadvertently, he was sending a text and he looked up and there brakes. He was in a big rig. There were brakes lights and he couldn't stop in time. And he swerved, but he was so focused on the car in front of him that he didn't look to the left. And as he went left, another car was going right and they collided and the passenger in the car didn't make it. Uh. And he, you know, he says every single time, you know, I knew better. I knew better yeah. than to send that text. We all know not to text and drive. Absolutely. Yep. And yet the fact is that when, even when you know something in that very moment, we make a decision based on how important something is to us in that moment. And, you know, I think that we, and probably like Rocky, who had this false sense of security. I mean, he didn't, I, I, I imagine if he was here to tell you, you know, if he was a spirit that, you know, that could temporarily visit, he would probably tell you, I regret trying to get the, the kite off of the high tension power line because right. everybody knows you don't do that. <laughs> right. You know, you don't mess around with, with electrical lines, but I also think that in that moment, his thought process was, I, we were getting ready to leave for the day, and his thought process was, I can't leave that kite up there. What if the wind dies down? The kite's hanging off the power line, and, and uh, some kid walks across the field trying to get it. Right, right, right. He, he didn't go out into that field because he wanted to die. He went out into that field because he thought he needed to fix something, and it's in that moment he made a decision that fixing this potential problem was more important than the risk associated right yeah and and like the driver he thought in that moment for some reason that text message was more important he felt he had control i'm i'm 100% sure he didn't say well the text is more important than that person's life Right, of course not. But he did probably feel, I know in this case, he felt like he was in control. He he was driving. That's what he did for a living. It's just that but the, the time it took him to look down and then look back up, the situation changed. Yeah. And he didn't have control. But we don't get to know the future. Well, and I think that's a good example of as as long as he is not sick every single day of his life, morning to night about that situation. I mean, regret is a good teacher. I mean, yes. I, I I highly doubt that that poor man ever takes up texting and driving again. Right, right, right. So it it's a good teacher. It's not, an, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's a bad thing when you obsess. Yes. And so, 
and so if we're clarifying, I'm glad you're saying this because if we're clarifying, it's not that I've never felt regret. Mm. It's that I don't hold on to and keep regrets. Sure. Sure. Uh, as a matter of fact, I would tell you that if I feel regret, it's very momentary and I apologize and I work to correct. So, you know, am I remorseful? Yes. Do I feel regretful? I regret to inform you, you know, that I've double booked this appointment. Yes, I'm regretful that I wasn't paying more attention, but I don't hold on to that because, yep, I I just learn, use it as a learning tool every single moment. Yeah. It, It turns out that, I mean, and there's a lot of research about regret, and it turns out that most of us, would make the same decision over again under the identical circumstances. Yeah, it's very interesting. It is. And that's really, that's the challenge that I give everybody. You know, and and if you're listening, I mean, not if you're listening, because obviously if you're hearing my voice, you are listening. (laughs) Um, For everybody listening, if you feel that you're carrying regret, the exercise is, let me close my eyes for a minute. Let me take myself back to that exact moment that I'm faced with the decision that I made or didn't make. Mm-hmm. And let me see if I would do it again. And I have done this exercise a hundred times. Because it's so easy, you know, it's so easy to look back and say, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah. Yep. But you didn't. Why didn't you? That's the question. Why didn't I? Why didn't I take that vacation? Why didn't I tell that person how I felt? Why didn't I? There's always a reason. Yes. Always. Yep. So ask yourself, what is the reason? And if the circumstances were identical and you had no knowledge of the future, would you make a different choice? Probably not. The research indicates. I I also read somewhere, I found it interesting that when we look at short periods of time, we, we tend to have more regrets. But if we look at longer periods of time, we tend to have less. And I think that's because we know more time has gone by and we know that things turned out despite decisions that we made and things you once regret, you know, in the moment when you break up with your boyfriend, you might have a ton of regret about how the relationship was handled and what you could have done differently. And, you know, all that, that kind of thing. But 10 years goes by and now you're happily married to somebody else. And suddenly you, you don't regret that anymore. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that because I just had a conversation with a couple of students that I work at and work with rather, and I'll tell you about them, but let's, let's take a short break for a commercial first. Hey everyone, it's Leslin. One of our goals this year is to grow the podcast audience and you can help. We would truly appreciate a share or a shout out if you found the ideas here helpful. Don't forget, you can always touch base with us personally on Facebook, Instagram, and on our website, trythisathomepodcast.com. Okay, I always like to get that little plug in. 
so I work with um, some high school students and I spoke to a couple of them this morning. And in both cases, or in two of the three cases, they're coming back to school and they're kind of facing people that they had little relationships with last year. And, you know, they're sitting there looking at this, oh, you know, and I think, you know, really what I say to them, look, girls, in this case, they're both seniors. And I said, in nine months or 12 months when you're at college, these boys are not going to be anything. Right. You know, you're going to be experiencing Christmas in July when you go to college at college yeah. campus. Yeah. And you will have, you know, this high school romance. I know it doesn't feel like it now, but this high school romance will at some point be like, oh, remember that kid in high school that I had such a crush on? Oh my gosh, I thought I was so devastated. I mean, what girl doesn't have that conversation? Oh, right, right. Right. They don't know that yet, but that's where that perspective is that you're talking about, right? It's, yeah. And that's very true. And I think that the more we can remind ourselves that I'm in the habit of making pretty good decisions. And I need to trust that I'm going to, I'll keep doing that. And so even though this doesn't feel like maybe it was a great decision in the long run, the odds are it is. Yeah. One of the things that I, I I was reading this and I was like, oh yeah, I never, I never do this. And I, I don't think I'm alone is that rarely do we think it could have been worse. So in my instance of, oh gosh, I wish I had went to college, you know, right after high school when, you know, I did, I just didn't finish. So anyway, Mm -hmm. rarely do (laughs) When I when I have these feelings of woulda, shoulda, coulda, rarely do I think that my life today would be worse if I had, right? I only think it would be better. And I guess that's pretty easy to do when it's something that most everyone thinks is a good thing, like college or education. But what if it would have been worse? What if I would have gotten a degree and got put into a job that I hated and been miserable? And, you know, we we just don't often look back and think that, things could have been worse. Yeah. And you can also say, you know, what if I hadn't gone at all? What if, I mean, if I hadn't gone at all and I've worked at McDonald's and I was still working at McDonald's, no disrespect intended to anybody who works at McDonald's now. Right. You know, I think, what if I was still, you could say what if about so many things at the end of the day, shoulda, woulda, coulda, but you didn't. Right. So I think there are a couple of coping mechanisms for regret other than what we're talking about. As you said, it's an opportunity to learn. Yeah. And so, you know, it's really, I think it's really good to say, yeah, that taught me a lot about what not to do. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yes. Yes. I learned learned that when you go to take a cookie sheet out of the oven, you have to have a, a mitt. Right. You know? yeah. And when and when you reach into the broiler, you reach in low. You know. <laughs> I've learned that that it's super important to put a top on the uh, Nutribullet when before you blend or on the blender. You know, 
You think it's on low because you you leave the settings there. But if there's been people in your house or, you know, there's all kinds of things that we can learn from those things that we might regret. And it's a super easy way to say, pay attention. If you feel regret, you need to pay attention, right? Yes. If you've done something that causes pain to someone else and you feel regretful of that, it's an indication that you can grow and it's important to reach out and say you're sorry and do what you can to repair. You know, you can beat yourself up all day long, but that's not helping the other person. Right. Right. If I missed an appointment or if I double booked an appointment, I can feel bad about that or I can put that energy into making it right. If I double book an appointment, I never charge for the person who doesn't get to see me that day. When they do finally get to see me, I never charge them. Right. Right. Because I I made a mistake. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also super important to learn how to allow ourselves to get it wrong. Right. In other words, I have to be kind when I get it wrong. Yes. Because you didn't mean to do it. Right. And I have to be kind to myself. Yeah. I have to be kind to myself when, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I'm trying to think of anything else that would be, I mean, I'm just going to say the same thing over and over again. I, when I make a mistake, it's not because I woke up one day and said, hmm, let me make a mistake today. <laughs> you know, we just don't do that. And so sometimes we regret things because we think, oh, it was dumb or I should have known better. Well, but you didn't do it on purpose. People don't walk around making mistakes on purpose. Yeah, I think everyone, you know, gets a, gets a free pass the first time. The key is don't make a habit out of it. If you continuously are double booking people, you need to fix it. You, you know, like that isn't you just making an honest mistake. That is a pattern and it right. tension, you know, but yeah, everyone, everyone gets a free pass. I mean, life is hard. The first time. Yeah. The first time. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I think that's a good point. This idea that we have to remember that life is actually associated with life are the ups and downs that come with things that are outside of our control or things that we don't actually know. Right. right? And that's a part of life. Now, next week we're going to be talking about disappointment. And I think Sometimes people get disappointment and regret confused. Yep. So the remember the definition of regret is this this that emotional state that blames ourselves for a bad outcome. You know, if I'm blaming myself for an outcome that I had no control over. Yeah. Yeah, like I I wish I hadn't gone to 
like, okay, I go to the store, somebody runs into me, you know, crashes and, and now my, and now I'm late or I have to cancel plans for a weekend. And I really regret the fact that I went to the store that day. Yeah. You went to the store that day because you needed something the same way that you do a million other days of the year or in your lifetime. Yeah. Yes. You had no control over this person who ran into you. Right. Regretting that you made the decision to go to the store doesn't make sense because that was a logical decision based on what you knew in that moment in time. Right. No one is going to pick up and go to the store if they know they're going to get in an accident. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that it's it's hilarious to think about because of course not, like of course not, but yet we that's what we're doing to ourselves when you know when we have this kind of agonizing regret all the time. Exactly. So. There's also regret when you have a sense of loss or sorrow at what might have been. If I had only said hi to that guy in science class or in my science lab. Well. You didn't. You didn't. I mean, I think there's just an acceptance of that that's super important. You know? I, I threw a rod in my very first car. And essentially what that means is I didn't put oil in it. So there was no lubrication in the pistons. And if you know a lot about cars and I'm saying something really stupid, just laugh and don't tell me. Well, I don't know anything. So keep on talking. <laughs> okay. Well, so to you, I sound really smart. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's because I didn't put oil in it. And so there was no lubrication for the pistons and, it's, and they get stuck and it's called throwing a rod. Okay. 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 Um, now, my father said to me, well, why didn't you put oil in it? And I said, well, I didn't know that was what was going to happen. Right. You know, I didn't. I mean, if I'd known I was going to throw a rod, I would have put oil in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, so I didn't know something. And because I didn't know, I didn't do it. Well, you to feel a sense of loss or sorrow over something that I didn't know, that doesn't make any sense either. Right. Right? So now I say, okay, well, now I know. Yeah. It's, it's really that simple. It is. Okay? Yeah. And then the biggest part, I think the biggest piece is really, I think most of us can say, yeah, those two examples, those are kind of silly. I'm going to laugh at myself and move on. But the biggest one is I'm when I make a choice, when I, especially if I make a conscious choice to do one thing and it, and it doesn't turn out the way that I wanted it to turn out, or there's a big problem with it that I may, might have had control over like double checking something or, you know, what's I'm famous for this. I get lazy and I don't take the extra step that would create a nicely finished product. You know, I, okay. what, what made me think of it is I'm sitting in a room where there's paint kind of on the ceiling 
and the ceiling line is pretty crooked. And I'm like, if I had taken the time to edge that yeah. with tape, there'd be a nice clean line. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it w- it might be very easy. I don't regret it, but there might there are lots of people, you know. And I sit there and I look at it and I say, oh, Leslie, why don't you just take the time to do it right? Yeah. But I think, but I think that's my mother's voice, to be honest. Yeah. Because it, I don't look at the corner of the ceiling very often, so it doesn't really bother me. Nobody else probably notices. So my mother would have, yeah. But she's not here. And so, I, but you see, that's my point is that I had control over that. I made a decision. And I guess that's kind of actually, I made a decision and I made a conscious decision. And I, and I decided that I would be okay with an imperfect result. So when I look at it and I say, gosh, that's not perfect. I can just remind myself, hey, you said you'd be okay with an imperfect result. Right. So don't re- yeah, so don't regret it. Yeah. You know, when I, my, my, my best friend, I went and spent the weekend with her for Labor Day and she, we celebrated my birthday. I swear this 60th birthday stuff, this is hot shit. Like it's been going on for a month. <laughs> I, literally have had, <laughs> I literally have had celebrations for a month but anyway, she she knows that cheesecake is my favorite thing. And she made me a key lime cheesecake, which is like the best. Oh, yeah. And with every slice, I thought, oh, Leslie, you do not need these calories. And then I ate it anyway. <laughs> and then the next morning, she's, she was... I think she was kidding, but she pulled it out of the refrigerator and she said, do you want a piece of cheesecake for breakfast? And I sat there and I said, well, there's milk and cheese and eggs. Yep, I do. (laughs) (laughs) And then I got home and I got got dressed for work yesterday and my pants were just a little snug. And I thought, oh, crap. (laughs) I shouldn't have had that cheesecake for breakfast. But at the end of the day, I, I made a conscious decision. It was really good. And in the moment, I didn't give a crap about my pants. Right. So, and you only turned the yeah. ones. So there that's you go. right. So there you go. And that's the process, folks. That's the, you know, and I think that's our try this at home this week, right? Is to look at the things that you regret in life and apply this thought process to each one of them. And I tell my clients, write them down. All of these things you think you regret. And then one by one, you go through this exercise and you close your eyes and you imagine, why did I make that decision? If I had no knowledge of the future, what would, under the same exact circumstances, what would I do again? Yeah. There's a really good chance you'd make the same decision. And so you make peace with it and you move on. Perfect. All right. So did you have any other points you wanted to make? No, I don't think so. I I like the idea of writing it down. I like writing stuff down. So that sounds good to me. Great. Well, I just want to thank everybody for taking time out of your day to listen to us. I know somebody with a new baby that walks with our podcast every week. And every once in a while, she reaches out and says, hey, it was really good to hear your voice today. Or I really love that idea. And we're so appreciative when you reach out to us and, and tell us that 
that we're helping. Uh, we'd love to hear that. And so, as we mentioned, you can reach us uh, through any of our social media channels. And please share this with those people that you love and care about. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about disappointment. And so, until then, this is Leslie and Leslin, hoping you will try this at home. All perspectives and opinions expressed during this podcast are for educational and informational purposes only. There is no direct or indirect intention to provide psychotherapy or mental health services. If you are seeking counsel for individual circumstances, please consult with a local health professional.